Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today I am bringing you a Christmas special. Why didn't I bring it yesterday on Christmas Day? Well, I was drinking too much and eating way too much Christmas pudding, just like you should have been, or spending time with family or whatever normal people do. I was busy, you was busy, so Christmas special's coming on Boxing Day, so this will get you through that Boxing Day hangover, and we have a big old sack of stuff for you today. So, without further ado, jumping into r slash Christmas special, that's not actually a thing, but you know, whatever. Um, first one's from Malicious Compliance, and it's from a user, u slash barfridge zero. Christmas break fun. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I worked as purchasing for a mining service company who supplied lots of things to mine sites here in Western Australia. Around Christmas time, most businesses shut down for a week or two. I used to happily work these times as it was quiet, it cost too much to go anywhere and also to let people with kids to have preference. So it's December 27th. I was hungover, fat and sassy. Got the following from one of our salespeople. Uh, where is this order? I ordered it on the 21st and they said it would take a week to arrive. Why is it late? Uh, well, that supplier's closed for Christmas and won't reopen until the 10th of January. But I ordered it before the break. Busy time of year, short staff due to holidays. You ordered it two days before they closed. That's not acceptable. My customer is expecting it. Can't you at least get an order confirmation from them with the revised due date? What part of closed do you not understand you're just being difficult and lazy this resulted in me being super diligent marking the order as super urgent breakdown and phoning the supplier hourly for updates and of course i would pass all information to this sales rep eight times a day for the next two weeks or until they asked me to stop only took three days before they got the point Phone a supplier at this time on this date, received recorded message that supplier is closed for Christmas break and will reopen on the 10th of January. Let's have a look under the tree and see what's next. Let's unwrap this sucker from Sickening Toe. I sent her a gritter, gritter, glitter Christmas card and she called the cops on me. Moved into a nice little neighborhood with my husband and soon to be newborn. One night, my husband was walking our corgi puppy and the neighbor across from us came outside. Corgi puppy runs over to her and the woman shrieks and runs inside. Husband comes out later without puppy and she curses him out, screams at him. He tries to apologize, but she keeps screaming. A few days later, a humane officer comes to my door, 
wakes my newborn up and tells me he will give me a fine for allowing my dog to charge our neighbor if it happens again. I guess he was under the impression this happened more than one time? He said my neighbor was terrified for her safety. I told him I have a seven pound corgi puppy. Literally the least terrifying animal on earth. She also yells at our other neighbor who mows the vacant lot beside her anytime he gets close to her grass, which gets pretty tall. They've gotten into screaming matches, and she's even called the cops on him multiple times, never ending in her favor. I found an online website that anonymously sends people glitter bomb holiday Christmas cards, so when you open it, it shoots glitter everywhere. Like a month goes by, and I was wondering if this website just took my money or if she just wasn't going to say anything about it. I shit you not, a cop comes to my door, asks to come inside, and then busts out laughing, explaining he's here over a glitter Christmas card. He tells me I made his day, and that was the funniest call he's ever ran, and leaves. Totally legal and great petty revenge. Ah, oh, so many under the RR Christmas tree. Let's tear the paper off this next one, see what we've got. It's from r slash petty revenge from u slash jewels20. You forgot your Christmas tree needles. About four years ago, I had an inconsiderate neighbor living above me in a stacked condo. We were both homeowners of our respective units. She was a very lazy woman. Her massive dog would use the bathroom on her balcony and it would run onto my patio and furniture. She would play fetch with the dog inside, driving me crazy and spilled paint all over my balcony. The worst. That year, she got a real Christmas tree instead of a fake one. Well, after Christmas, she let it sit on her balcony for months. By March, the tree was totally dead and losing all its needles on her balcony. So she decided to throw it over her balcony onto mine and my steps and barbecue. Then proceeded to sweep all the needles onto my lower unit property. We are talking a lot of needles. I would go out there periodically with a bucket and shovel snow and needles onto the bucket. I would then let the snow melt while the needles were in a strainer. Every few days I would shove handfuls of pine tree needles onto the hood of her car, under the hood, on her front porch surrounding her car. She got pretty upset, but I was simply returning her pine tree needles that she forgot on my property. Then she moved away. The end. It's like a whole episode of Christmas Cracker Stories, this one. They're all tiny. Our next one is from Malicious Compliant, from Xenia76, MC Christmas Edition. I'm not very good at being maliciously compliant, so while I love reading the stories on here, I've never had a story I thought would fit enjoyably. That is until I remembered Christmas many years ago. I've always enjoyed holidays with Christmas being my favorite. My favorite thing about Christmas was trying to find the right gift for people. I would spend hours upon hours going from store to store trying to find that perfect present. I come from a large family, eight kids, and in order to not break the bank each year, we rotated which siblings and their families as we got older we gifted presents to. This particular year, it was my turn to gift my sister, her husband, and their toddler daughter. I asked them what they'd like for Christmas to get some ideas. My sister answered with no clue, and her hubby told me everything. I asked them several times and always got the same response. 
I asked my mum for their Christmas wish list. They didn't have one. So my hubby and I went shopping. I don't remember what we got for the toddler, some toy or clothes or both. For my sister, we got the game Clue and made a nice no label to put on the front of the title. Then, for her hubby, we got him a card that said, sorry we couldn't get you everything, but here's a little something to get you started. He opened the package to find one of those toy shopping carts. Well, we got what they asked for. Our next Christmas gift has arrived all the way from Today I Fucked Up, from you slash apologetic kid, Today I Fucked Up by talking to Neil Patrick Harris. My kids are off school for the holidays, so I took them to the local trampoline park today. When we got there, I looked around and noticed a familiar face. I look a little closer and I realize it's Neil Patrick Harris there with one of his kids. We live near LA, so it's not uncommon to spot celebs. In fact, I've seen MPH out and about once before. I went over to him, excited to tell him how much our family recently enjoyed 8-Bit Christmas. Good movie, by the way. Worth a watch for 80s, 90s kids. Hey, are you Neil Patrick Harris? I asked. He smiles. No, but I get that a lot. I am an actor, though. Me, disappointed, and assuming he's in community theatre or something. Oh, really? What have you been in? Well, uh, I've been Iceman in all of the X-Men movies. Immediately, I realized that the reason he looked familiar was because he's Sean Ashmore. He does indeed play Iceman in the X-Men franchise and is also Lamplighter in The Boys. So I pretty much made an ass myself. To his credit, he was extremely cool about it. Seemed like a genuinely nice guy. But lesson learned, I probably won't try to talk to celebrities anymore. For the record, if you haven't watched it, The Boys is possibly the best TV show ever to come out on Amazon Prime, I think it is. You should absolutely go and watch it. Well, I gave this one the old shake test and it sounds like it's got malicious compliance in it. From Toki... I... Toki... Tokiohi, maybe. Tokioi? Tokiohi. Anyway, from a user, can't take a day off because it's Christmas Eve. Let's review the calendar one more time. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This happened a few years ago when our work received a letter about Christmas Eve becoming a government holiday. Hearing about it, HR planned to close the office from that day until the following Monday. However, the boss went ballistic and yelled at us, we can't take a day off on Christmas Eve and resume hours the following week. We gave in and resumed working until Christmas Eve that week and closed for a long weekend. Here's where the malicious compliance comes in. The following year, Christmas Day happens to fall on a Saturday. By rules, if a government holiday falls on a day outside of our work hours, we have to close the day before or the day after. And because our work hours is Monday to Friday, we put notice our office will be closed on Friday, Christmas Eve. The boss saw the notice, enraged and lashed out at the HR and all of us. She started complaining and reminding us of what we all agreed on last time about closing the office on Christmas Eve. But for me, being petty, 
I reminded her Christmas Day is on a Saturday, which is the day we are not working. So unless you pay us on Saturday, since we weren't allowed to be off the previous day, please do so. She went silent and chuckled nervously, saying she was joking and allowed us to be off on Christmas Eve. I'm grateful I'm able to leave this workplace after this incident. I just read the title of the next one. It's from r slash tales from retail, and uh, I think it should just be retitled First World Problems. It's posted by Emissions of the Omen. My wife's Mercedes didn't arrive on time. A Christmas Eve tale of woe. It was Christmas Eve in the mall, and the creatures were rushing store to store, panicked visions of disappointed faces in their heads. Except for our store. It was barren. That's what happens when you're a ridiculously expensive luxury jewelry store. About 20 minutes from closing, an older guy rushed in, looking stressed. I, being a smart-ass university student, asked, Last-minute shopping? Yes, my wife's gift didn't arrive on time and she needs something to open tomorrow. I sympathized with him and asked him if there was a budget he was working with. No, it just needs to be nice. She needs a new bracelet. We head over to the bracelet counter and I pull out a few smaller bracelets, he shakes his head, and points at the diamond and sapphire tennis bracelet. That one. I pull it out and try to subtly say, This bracelet is whatever carat of diamonds and it's $28,995. That's fine. Can you wrap it? Be still, my commissioned heart. I wrap it and as I was ringing him through, I casually asked what his original gift was. A Mercedes. You know what, I might have to change my career ambitions and life plan. Uh, my new plan is to just be this guy's wife. Do you think you'll notice? Our next one in from Today I Fucked Up from Jesse Burdinka. Today I fucked up by giving my daughter a potato for a Christmas present. When my daughter was six, she was obsessed with the TV show Little House on the Prairie, which delighted my wife and me because we loved the show when we were kids. In the pilot episode, the family was so poor that each of the girls got a new cup, a shiny new penny, and a potato as a gift for Christmas. My daughter could not stop talking about it. Now, my family is really big into taking practical jokes too far. There was the feral daughter kept in the cage prank of 2010, the bloody leprechaun joke of 2013, but this one, this one really backfired on us. After she went to bed on Christmas Eve, we hid all her real presents behind the couch and left one package in the middle of the floor. When she came down, she seemed surprised that there was only one gift, but carefully unwrapped it to reveal, you guessed it, a shiny tin cup, a brand new penny, and a potato. Attached was a note from Santa. Molly, I heard how much you loved Little House on the Prairie. Here's hoping you have a very prairie Christmas. Love, Santa. She grabbed the potato and started to cry. Uh-oh. I really screwed up this time. However, it wasn't because she was upset, but because she was so happy. Even when we revealed her other gifts, she only wanted to be with her potato. She drew a face on it and carried it around with her everywhere. But it started to go bad. First, it turned green and started to sprout eyelets. Eventually, we had a very traumatic experience where the potato disappeared in the night. She's now 17 
and still talks wistfully about the potato every Christmas. For some reason, all I can think of throughout this whole thing is, Wilson! Another one from Today I Fucked Up. Oh, Lord, why is this here? Today I fucked up by losing a pencil and spoiling my whole Christmas present. I have strong preferences for stationery, widths of writing utensils especially. 0.7 pencils and pens are horrible and awful and very bad. Somehow, my handwriting never looks right in 0.7, and I can never quite get diagrams the way I want them. This morning I lost my last 0.5 mechanical pencil. Tomorrow is the date of my most important final exam. After frantically searching my bedroom for any replacement and begging my parents to check their personal stationary caches, my dad finally brought out a giant, very luxurious stationary set. Try to look surprised at Christmas. That set was something I've wanted for a really, really long time and had spent months begging them for. Apparently it was a splurge for them and my big Christmas present. It also happened to contain the only 0.5 pencil in the house. And they are really nice pencils. Luckily for me, my mum doesn't know that I have it. As long as I keep the packaging pristine, I should hopefully be able to sneak the pencil back into the set tomorrow evening without her knowing I've seen it. Hopefully. Quick update. Exam has been taken and passed. Pencil has been returned to its box. Gift has been rewrapped and placed back under the tree. I'd call this a successful Christmas. Happy holiday, folks. This next story has r slash petty revenge wrapping paper all over it, and it's from Rodolfo Teardrop. Rodolfo Teardrop? Anyway, Christmas is the time for kindness. Ish. Our house is near the corner of the main street with shops on either side. Literacy is low since people can't read the no parking signs and frequently block the whole street by parking on either side. It makes me insane. Just now I left the house. A complete mistake to go to the store for some Crisco. For baking purposes, good lord. There's a car parked out by the pizza place, another car parked the wrong way on the other side. Probably because there was a car at the pizza spot. Since no one was getting through until one of the cars moved, I pulled in directly in front of the car going the opposite way and waited. Large Marge comes stomping up to her car as the other car left. She glared at me. I looked back at her. Her car started and started to move backwards. So I pulled forwards. She jammed on the brakes and started cursing at me. We did this one more time. I didn't want her to back onto the main street, but honestly, fuck her. So I let her back up just enough to get around me. She rolls her window down. Just let me fucking move, you goddamn fucking asshole! She sped off before I could point out that she's done the same thing to me. Anyway, try not to be a dick this holiday. Just behave for like a couple of days. Everybody's stressed. Your stress isn't better or worse than anybody else's. It doesn't give you any special privileges. You might even wind up making yourself more stressed. One more story to sneak in before the end. Another one from Today I Fucked Up, posted by Gianna Kai. Today I fucked up by giving my dad two Christmas presents. 
Tis the season of giving, and I've recently been reminded of a tale from younger years. I was about 15, 16, and had some money left from working over the summer, and I wanted to get everyone I celebrated with a gift. I asked everyone what they would like and had ideas for two free smallish items a person. The only thing my dad asked for was an old western movie set. I go shopping with my mom and brother and we find his movie set. Lucky me, it's on sale, two movies for 30 bucks. So we look for a second movie set to buy him. And we find an action movie set that we've seen him watch a few times on TV. Great. Now he can open two gifts from me like everyone else instead of just one. So fast forward to Christmas morning. Everyone is gathered around the tree in my parents' living room. There's about eight of us in total. For our tradition of opening gifts, my grandfather sits next to the tree and hands out the gifts one at a time so everyone gets a chance to see what everyone got and so we can thank each other. Eventually, we get to one of my dad's gifts from me, and before even opening it, he's talking about the cowboy movies he asked for. He's telling everyone how great the movies are and how we should all watch one together later. He said he hopes it's the one with all the bonus content he asked for and says how great they are. After a few minutes of raving about the cowboy movies, he finally opens it and it's the action movie. What the fuck is this? He exclaimed. These aren't the movies I asked for. This is action movies. I asked for cowboy movies. I hate action movies. Why would you get me this? Are you stupid? I should take away your gifts. I got you exactly what you wanted, but you couldn't even get me what I wanted. He went on like that for a few minutes. My uncles egging him on and the rest were laughing at what the idiot I seemed to be. I made eye contact with my mum and brother and smirked and winked at them. I didn't want them saying anything in my defence. Eventually, we moved on from my awful gift choice. My uncle ended up inheriting the movies because my dad couldn't bear to have them in his gift pile. I opened another gift from my dad and it's a pair of headphones I asked for. What do you know, he pipes up again. Don't open it, I'm returning it later. That gets a good chuckle from the family and someone makes a remark. That's what you get. We're coming up on the last of the gifts and my grandfather pulls out the second gift from me to dad. Just like the last one, it's a very obviously wrapped movie set. The room is dead silent. He doesn't make eye contact with anyone while he slowly opens the gift. Once again, head still hanging. He lifts up the gift for everyone to see. What do you know? It's the cowboy movies with all the bonus content just like he asked for. Does this mean you want your movies back? My uncle asks as everyone erupts into laughter once more. Happy holidays, everybody. Right, that is it, my merry muckers. I hope you enjoyed our surprise Christmas special. How many of you thought we were doing it? And then how many of you thought we'd forgotten it when on Christmas Day there wasn't a bonus episode coming out? Well, it's here. It's on Boxing Day. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Until then, peace out. Take care. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.